Welcome back. Welcome back. To the pod. Welcome back to the table. Table for two. <laughs> Welcome back to the table, yes. Okay. Okay, this, we always do this. We <laughs> I had something say, in my throat. Is that you, Rona? Is that you, Rona? <laughs> says, says that every time. Um, we. I feel like we always do that. We always say, um, welcome back to the table, and then it gets silent. We're so awkward. I don't know what's we, wrong with me. We're... <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Welcome back. Table for Two podcast. Welcome back to the table. Uh, this is Bailey here. And this is Sarah. Um, episode 15. Today on our menu, we are going to talk about current events with the coronavirus. Yeah. We're going to talk about Love is Blind, both the show on Netflix mm-hmm. and like our personal opinion on it because I think it's interesting yeah and then we are going to end with our advice our our new segment second time around I know I can't wait okay it's fun we got some good ones today let's talk about Rona good old Rona oh god how do we feel about it I feel like it just escalated so quickly yeah it, I feel like, like it I, went from zero to a hundred. Like everybody was taking it as a joke and yeah. like now it's so serious. I feel like it, like that happened in like three days because I remember the first time I heard about the coronavirus was when I was going to Hawaii and that was February 1st. And I feel like I was just hearing about it like here and there, didn't really take it serious. And then it wasn't until last week it like shit hit the fan. It was like, stay in your house. Don't leave. Don't do this. Don't go in public six feet away. You can't do like literally anything. Like so many States are on lockdown and Mm -hmm. it's just crazy. Like it went, like you said, zero to a hundred and like three days. And it's like all over the news. That's all anybody's talking about. That's all anybody's posting about. It just feels like the end of the world. I know. And it's crazy because it's affecting every single person in America. Like, no matter who you are, it's affecting you. I know. And it's just so crazy that we're going to be able to say that we went, like, lived through this time, too. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, we were talking about, it's going to be, like, this is going to be in history books. Like, for kids in the future. Like, this is insane. Mm -hmm. It's so crazy. And, like, it's really affecting everyone. Like, if you're in school, you're not going to school anymore. Like, you might be done for the whole rest of this year. Like, jobs. It's affecting people with jobs. My grandparents, they go to Florida for the whole month of April usually. They can't go. So then they changed it to the whole month of May. Now I don't even know if they can go in May. You know? And, And at first, when it was, like, everybody's on lockdown or everybody's doing this. I thought it was going to last for two weeks. Now things are being extended 30 days. Things are being extended to four weeks. And then I saw in the news that this could even be going into July or August. I know. I don't think that's going to happen, but the thought of it is insane. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. I don't know. I feel like both Like, I know people because... are dying. I feel like I know people are Kim, dying in people America. Are dying. But... <laughs> But also, my birthday is the last week in June, and if we can't go to Miami, like, birthdays are so important to me. I'll be so sad, but I think we'll be okay. Yeah. I think we'll be okay by then, too. I really do. I think we'll be fine. We should have... (laughs) We should have held off on our flight to Miami because on Hopper, I just got... I am kidding you not. Guess how much it is. Round trip from Vegas to... $42. Should have waited. Shut up. Round trip. I was like, we should have, like, who would have known? I even got on I know, but who would have known? 
Right. I even got on and looked to see if like the rooms had changed their prices because I'm like, Mm -hmm. we're about to, if if the rooms are like changed to 40 bucks a night, we're about to cancel and then rebook because that's Mm -hmm. crazy, but they're the same. Oh yeah. I forgot we booked it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) On my card. I forgot. (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, no, no. Um, yeah, it's so crazy. I'm getting all the notifications, too, because I just brought two different flights, and both of them are so cheap. But then it's like, if they get canceled, then it's... Yeah. Really. I mean, there's nothing you could do. Yeah. But I know. I don't know. I could see it going both ways. I could see it being done, you know, within the next, like, month easily, just Mm -hmm. because I know, like, Trump is our president, and he wants to, like, really keep the economy going, and, like, because Uh people aren't working, obviously the economy is, like, going downhill. Right. And so I think that's, like, a big push there, but then, not to get, like, really political, but... Then also, I think, like, out of safety, like, we should try to keep everybody in as long as possible because if everybody goes out in two weeks, then, like, it was all for nothing. And I really don't understand because I know that, like, there's some people saying, like, oh, this is going to be done in two weeks. This is going to be done and, you know, like, people are taking it too serious. But then I'm like, Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, (laughs) they were saying how easy it can be transmitted from one person to another. And I was like, literally, if if everybody is quarantined for two weeks, the symptoms could show up between 14 and 20 days. So then for those people to not give it to anybody else and to get rid of the sickness, that's going to be another 20 days. So like if they really want to wipe this completely out, it's going to be over a six week period. And that's once they literally put everyone on lockdown and that's not even happening currently. So I really don't know how this is going to play out. Like hopefully it happens and is over with sooner or later, but you really don't know so I guess we'll see how are how are you feeling I'm feeling super anxious about it because obviously like me working in the service industry everything's shut down here so I really don't know what I'm going to do they said that they're gonna their plan is to reopen everything on the strip after 30 days and that date is April 20th but at that date they're going to inspect everything and see if it's even okay to open so they that's not saying like it is going to reopen on April 20th they're just going to check and see and then my other job at Red Rock they were telling me that even when they do get like the clear to reopen they're going to have to go through all of these stages and all of these things to even all these protocols to even be allowed to be back open for business and my manager was like that could take three months so just because they're like okay we're open again it's gonna take a like it's gonna take a period of time to be reopened like to the public everything has to be sanitized everything like the health inspectors have to come and all that stuff so it is gonna be a long process and even for me as I was thinking like even when it does go back open, are people going to be, like, booking flights right away to come to Vegas? Probably not. Right. Like, I do think it's yeah. going to be a slow start, like, back into it. So that does make me nervous. But I do have, like, more than one job, thank God, because mm-hmm. if I just had one and then I didn't know when I was going to go back to work for that, I would be stressed. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And I feel like everyone, like you said, everyone is affected. Like, obviously, the service industry is, like, really hard because most of those people Mm -hmm. don't either have jobs or they're worried about, you know, if they even had the job right now. Like, if you were working, you wouldn't have anybody to – like, there's nobody going to be coming in. So, yeah, obviously, that's hit first. But 
everyone is affected, you know? Yeah, I just think it's so crazy because I was thinking about it, you know, and that's why I'm trying not to get too stressed out because I truly believe that if you have faith and if you pray and, you know, you believe that everything is going to be okay, then it is because, and I do think that everything happens for a reason because... I remember I was so upset about not getting the job at Encore, not getting a service job. If I would have gotten one of those jobs, I wouldn't have I kept any of my other ones. So I would have yeah. put all my eggs in one basket and been working at one of those good places, and then I wouldn't have even been working anyways. So I think everything yeah. truly happens for a reason, and I was meant to have, you know, my multiple jobs and go down the avenues that I am now, and I'm thankful for it. So I feel like I just have to trust the process, and everyone's going through it, and everyone will mm-hmm. get through it and it might be a tough year but like that happens like life happens and I think it'll be yeah. okay it's just it just is really crazy like nobody would have ever expected even thinking about like a couple months ago you know when we were traveling or when I was coming out there to visit you and um on Halloween if somebody would have told us like we would be on a mandatory lockdown and we wouldn't be leaving our house and all these plans that we're making for like this summer and stuff aren't might not even happen like I wouldn't have believed them so it's like you truly never know and like to make all these plans which I'm so guilty of doing like I always make all these plans and it's like yeah it might not even happen anyways so you can't get too dead set on it so I know it's yeah so crazy. but how it kind of it doesn't feel know... like that sorry <laughs> talking over each other I'm sorry I literally feel like I've been doing a press conference for 10 minutes I've been doing all the talking so you go ahead what what do you have no what were you gonna ask I was just gonna ask like what are other people doing for you I know it's different because you're still working because you're in like the health care field but I just wonder what like other people are doing because you can only do so much and I feel like it keeps getting more strict as the days go on because in the beginning they were like you know stay six feet away but you know get some fresh air go for a run go for a hike and now they're like I guess somebody that I follow this girl she was saying how like uh their governor was saying how they were super disappointed in people in California that are going on these hikes and going to these places where there's hundreds of people you know like even though you're going for a hike and trying to go for a walk and doing the good thing like you're still in a crowd of more than 10 people so you can't be doing that and I just went on a hike the other day and it was like uh we were at this like lone mountain and there was so many people there and I was like wow I probably came into contact with 75 plus people right so I thought I I know I feel that way too everybody's doing that but it's like if it's okay if you know, a handful of people do that and then they're alone on the trail or they're just them hiking or it's two people and they're staying six feet away. But if everybody gets up and does that and everybody gets that same idea, it's a right. If one person can do it, everyone can do it, then it literally ruins the whole point. So I I don't really, I don't know. I I see both sides, but even walking, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people, like, take their kids to the park, and I'm like, they're playing with 10 other kids. Like, even though they are kids, I just don't think it's right. Like, if you're staying at home, you truly have to, like, stay at home, as hard as that is. It's something that I think you have to do, and you have to commit to it, so. Yeah. What are some good ways, do you think, I know we kind of, like, posted this on the podcast, but, like, what are good ways, Uh do you think, for people to stay busy? Well, because I feel like I, you probably have like 
had more boredom than I have because I've stayed like for me honestly life hasn't I mean it's definitely changed like on the weekends but my week other than not being able to like go to the gym or like go out like to the store like go shopping or anything like my week stays pretty much the same because I'm still going to work every day so like I I cannot imagine even this weekend I was starting Um, to go a little crazy like I what are you like like actually going crazy like it's really really hard because I've been doing it this is probably like my 11th day now and it's really hard like I have gone out I've gone for a hike I've gone for a walk so Mm -hmm. I haven't technically like not left my house but it is hard like I've just been watching a ton of tv shows I've been watching a ton of movies I've been listening to podcasts I'm not super good with being motivated to work out at home like the only way I get motivation is if I go to the gym or I go to a workout class I am so not the type of person that can like do workouts at home I've tried and I've done it maybe like three to four times in 11 days but I'm not like an everyday do it kind of person I've been working like on stuff for our podcast it's been warm the past few days so I've been like laying out in my backyard listening to music going for walks around the subdivision I don't really think that hurts so but it like the days just drag on so long and they just feel so long but I mean what can you do I've been staying up later. Like, I've been staying up till, like, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., binge-watching, and then I'll sleep till, like, 11. Yeah. I mean, you might as well if you have, like, nothing to do the next day. I've also been eating so much. Like, I think I need to run to the strip and back because I've been eating so much, so I need to chill on that. But yeah, it's hard. I feel that. I I think it would be more fun. Like, I love spending time with my family. It would be fun if I, like, had a roommate or somebody that I could, like, Mm -hmm. live with. And because I feel like we could get drunk or do, like, fun stuff like that. Every night. (laughs) I really, really, really want to do more TikToks. It's just fun to me. You should be doing them. This is the time. (laughs) Time to shine. I know. I know, but I I don't really know how to learn them. Like I only know the ones that have like You're simple good. moves. You're way better than I am. Thanks. I'll try. Well, I'll I, I plan on like getting ready one day this week, like fully ready and making a couple. So we'll see. Love it. I mean, we literally yeah. couldn't see straight the other night, and you did it way better than I did. You remembered all the I moves. Wonder I wonder how people that are in, like, relationships are doing with this. Like, people that don't live together. Like, long distance? Yeah, anything in general. Like, long distance or, like, dating but don't live together. I mean, would you want to... Well, okay, this is my question. Do you... Are you allowed to go to their house? I wouldn't want to. You don't know. But, like, if it's just them? I mean, if it was just them, maybe. But, like, you don't know who they've come in contact with. Like, if they're chilling they're at home, cat. Not doing... they're home alone. Okay, if they're home alone and they're quarantined, I think that might be uh-huh. okay. But, like, you don't know who they're coming into contact with. Are they going to Target? If they're going to Target, how many people did they come in contact with? Did they clean their apartment or their house head to toe with Clorox wipes? Probably not. Hmm. That's what I've done three times. Yeah. You just can't be too sure. Can hmm. you really trust anyone besides your family? I don't think so. I feel that. <laughs> no trust with <laughs> anyone. <laughs> yeah. Trust no one. I mean, I don't know if I would have taken it that extreme, but I just, mm-hmm. I do, like, wonder about that. Are people still, 
like all these people that are doing um, FaceTime, like we talked mm-hmm. about it earlier, like happy hours or whatever, and like getting groups of people online and like yeah, going on I know. quarantine dates. But I didn't like. I felt like if I if you lived a mile down the street, yeah. like I think I would come over. You would come over. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. Are you not allowed to do I that? I mean, I feel like I would. I just feel like I have to be super cautious because I do live live with my grandparents. Right. So I feel like I have mm-hmm. to be extra cautious, especially because my grandma has her health issues. And so if she right. did get it, you know, that's scary for me. So I don't know how much I want to risk it. And I don't know about that, yeah. but I do well, know Well, that puts that, you like, in a different situation too. It does. It really does. Yeah. I feel like I do have to be extra cautious. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like I've seen a lot of people, like my aunt, she is having like um, happy hour on FaceTime with her friends. I know people are doing mm-hmm. like a ton of stuff like that. Oh, funny story. So my grandma, she's like, I need something to do. I want something to do. So she want, wanted me to help her make a Poshmark. Mind you, my grandma recently, like, within the past year, has gotten, like, Instagram and Snapchat, and she's, like, really into her Facebook and stuff, and she doesn't know how to use any of them, but she, like, asks me for help sometimes, and she follows all these celebrities. Like, she's like, oh, Tom Brady followed me on Instagram, and I'm like, he didn't. Like, (laughs) just because you're, like, she thinks that if she sees his page, that means they're, like, friends, like how you add someone on Facebook, Like, it's a mutual friend, but when you follow someone on Instagram, it doesn't mean they're following you back. So she thinks she's friends with Tom Brady, all these, like, celebrities, Jennifer Lopez, like, she DMs her and stuff. So then she was like, help me make a Poshmark. I want to sell some things that I don't want. So she's, like, asking me to help her take pictures and this and that. And then she was like, um, she, like, comes to me and she was like, oh, this lady, Celine Dion. Uh, sent me a message and I was like Celine Dion did not send you a message and she said yes I think she wants to buy our blender <laughs> I'm like blender Celine Dion yeah Poshmark if you don't know what it is it's for clothes she's putting like house appliances everything on Poshmark and I hate to break it to her but Celine Dion does not want to buy our 2009 blender from Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> but you know, God bless hate her soul. Hate to break it to you. Yeah, bless her soul. Oh it's my fine. God. So we've been working on Poshmark for the past couple days. Wow. That's about it. Wow, sounds like I need to check yeah. her out. Look at her following list. Maybe yeah, some social media tips. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Yep. So, I mean, I think that basically covers it for the coronavirus. I think everyone's kind of doing the Mm -hmm. same thing. Like, everyone's probably in the next week or so going to go stir crazy, but I feel like watching movies. I sometimes feel bad. I'm like, I've literally sat in my bed for nine hours. Is anybody else doing this? And then I'll see somebody else posted that they did that, and I'm like, okay, I feel okay. (laughs) Like, other people are doing it, so it's fine. But yeah, I do hope that it gets better for, like, the health of everyone and... Mm-hmm. just for life in general so yeah love it okay let's move on. on to the next okay yeah how do we feel about love is blind first the show let's talk about the show because mm-hmm. i just started watching it i'm on episode four you act like there's a movie you're like let's first talk about the show well the show versus like real life oh okay yeah 
Because I okay. feel like people Continue. say that as, like, a quote in life. Like, oh, love is blind. Uh-huh. Okay. Is it really, Susan? <laughs> is it really, Karen? Is it really, Karen? Barb? <laughs> um, tell me how you feel, because you finished it. Yeah. I finished it first, and um, I feel like everybody's been watching it. I started it. I think right when the quarantine or right when like the shelter in place started um, like a few weeks ago or a week ago. I don't know. Like time is funny. But I watched it on the weekend and I didn't love it. Like I felt like it was interesting enough to keep on when I was like on my phone, but I wasn't obsessed. Um, And I just finished it to kind of just finish it. But I definitely, like, I felt like everybody that was talking about it was like, you have to watch it. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, it has this crazy plot, which it does. Like, the whole idea is cool. Yeah. But for me, I just didn't really get invested, and I could have done without. But it was interesting, and I follow a lot of them now, and I think their lives now are more interesting. Like, Mm -hmm. the ending. Yeah. And on, like, I I would like to watch, like, what they do now, like, almost as, like, a reality show, because some of them are married, but... Um, yeah, I mean, as far as the actual show, I would give it, like, a 3 out of 10. It was not a fan fave for Yeah, me. I know. I kind of feel the same. I mean, I'm only four episodes in, but I feel like everybody's been like, oh my god, love is blind, love is blind, love is blind. It's so good. And I started it, and I'm kind of like, I think it's a little blah, but I do think that the concept mm-hmm. is super interesting. Also, nobody tell me how it ends because I already saw something on Instagram and I just don't want to know any more details. But I think it's so interesting. Like, how much mm-hmm. does, like, the physical appearance play into it? And I don't know. Like, I think you and I have talked about this before and I don't know how you feel. But when you picture your life when you picture five years down the road or when you do settle down and you picture like career-wise where you are, if you're going to have a family, like kids-wise or not, like do you have an envision of what your husband is going to look like? Yeah, 100%. Because I do too. And that's where I mm-hmm. think it's interesting is like how how much are you willing to budge on that? Mm-hmm. Because I think we both have kind of the type that we want mm-hmm. but it's all like I do think that there's characteristics that we obviously expect and like values and morals and things like that but we also yeah. have a physical expectation of what we want someone to be too and the show is really telling me and like showing me that you do have to be open because you might mm-hmm. miss out on a lot of good people and you might miss out on a lot of really good, strong connections if you're just limiting yourself to someone who is, you know, tall and someone who is this and someone who is has dark hair. You know what I mean? I feel like you could be missing out on someone who's really great just because they're not physically how you think or you want. I don't know. I, I agree. But then it's also like I think you have to watch the whole show too because – like there's certain things that happen that hinder mm-hmm. people because they have this great connection and it's so amazing to have like a good connection with someone outside of physical obviously mm-hmm. but I think the main reason that they this particular person or couple didn't work was because they couldn't get over the physical like ultimately yeah. you know what I mean so I don't yeah. know I see both sides like I do think you have to keep an open mind and like I don't know how specific you are but without even trying I feel like I know exactly like who I want and like I have Mm -hmm. a very specific type 
Yeah. Like, down to, like, the hair, the height, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I know my type. Mm -hmm. But, like, you have to be, you definitely have to be willing to budge. But then you also have to be, I think, like, physical attraction is so important. And it might not be the first thing that attracts you to them. Mm -hmm. But after that connection, like, very soon after you're like, oh, okay, this person's, we really connect. I feel like that Mm -hmm. other connection has to happen, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Because totally you can't, agree. like, you can get along with someone all day long and you can have a great connection and have great conversation, but, mm-hmm. like, you can do that with someone at a coffee shop, too. Are you going to take them home yeah. and marry them? And, and have kids and that, raise them? Something that was, like, really, um, I don't know the word I'm thinking of, but when just watching, like, Jessica and Mark, she was saying, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I fell in love with, like, who he was as a person, but it's, like, is he just a really good best friend? And I feel like that's something that mm-hmm. scares me because I have had connections or I've had relationships in the past where it's, like, I love everything about them. Like, they're almost, like, a best friend to me, but it's, like, I don't know if I would necessarily see myself marrying them or I don't think I could yeah. get there with them because the connection is so good. It's like more of a friend, more of somebody that you just want to tell everything to or you want to do everything with. So I do think that I yeah. see both sides. Like you do want that in someone, but you also want someone that you're physically attracted to as well. And I don't know I don't know how much I agree with it. I do agree in a certain sense, but when they're like you, you know, falling in love with someone, your love can grow for them, like, physically. I don't know if I believe that. Like, you do have to be attracted. You can't I, just I be like, I'm not can. into them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can. I think it can grow. Like, I think it can start there, but it has yeah. to be able to grow. Like, it yeah. can't be someone that you're totally not attracted to, and it's like, oh, I just love them because I love them. Right. I think there has to be other, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you can also like find so much unattractive because of their personality I think we've talked about that too like even with friends Uh like I feel like as you get to know someone like you might meet like a girlfriend I don't know if you do this but like I meet someone and I'm like oh they're pretty but then Uh they become your good friend and you're like yes I it's not that you're even like jealous of them but you're like they are so beautiful like you look at them Mm -hmm. you're like I don't even you know what I mean I don't know it's just like when you get to know someone from the inside and the outside it's like yeah it makes them so much more attractive That is Mm -hmm. a really good point because I've thought about that. I mean, like, I'm not going to say names, but I had this friend and I was like, oh, she's cute, you know, but I really got to know her last summer Mm -hmm. specifically. And I'm like, wow, like certain things that she does, like she has certain quirks and like things about her. And I'm like, she is such a pretty person. Like she is such a good hearted. And I think it, it makes me like enjoy her and just like think she... Not that I didn't think she was, like, super pretty before, but just think even more of her now because getting to know her. So that is, like, such a good example because I do think that that can happen. Yeah. So I think there's I think there's truth and then there's also, like, I don't know. But I think yeah. that also shows in the, the show. And I am curious how long, like, the people who did make it will last. So yeah, I hope they do, like, a season two but not the same concept, more so, like, after the show. I think that yeah. would do really well. Totally. Yeah. So do we want to talk anything more about that or? <laughs> no, I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. That's about it. Do you think you could go on it? No. I was thinking about that earlier. I don't think I could. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's for me. I definitely could not. 
<laughs> I could not. It's crazy though. Like I was like panicking when people were saying, I love you. I'm in love with you. I'm That's what I was you. just Day thinking. Day two. Day two. I'm like, excuse me? How? Has anybody proposed yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're on like the island now or wherever I, they went. I could not. When they were proposing, I was like cringing. And I mean, not that it's like, it's fine. Like it's not embarrassing, but it's just like, it's just too much for me. Like, that is my limit. Like, yeah. the, I love you. And then when they were like, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, and it's literally date four, I'm like, this is my worst nightmare. I could never. Yeah, I would like to do maybe an experiment where you date blindly. Yeah. But I am not about to get engaged to somebody that I've known. That, yeah, that would be interesting. Like, blind dates would be interesting. Yeah. But not blind <laughs> marriage, please. That's too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also something I forgot to mention about the coronavirus really quick. Um, I just wanted to share there's a movie on Netflix and it's called Full Count. And I think that it would be good for everyone to watch if you're bored. It's kind of like a baseball movie, but it really, it's religious. Wait, it's what is it called? Full Count. So it's like oh, about okay. baseball, but it's also about like a farmer and it's about having faith and in difficult times, like what do you do? Do you just give in and you're like, oh my God, this sucks. Or do you believe and have faith in God and pray and just like give yourself to him mm-hmm. and, you know, always know that like something good is going to come out of it. So I think it's a good one just in case people want some suggestions out there. Full count on yeah. Netflix. Love it. I I didn't even know I don't even know what a count is so full count I'll be watching it like yeah. full count in baseball I don't I did not know that was a term okay moving along moving on <laughs> should I we do. go into our advice our advice segment yes oh love it okay I'll start us off. I've been together with my current boyfriend for six months now. The whole entire time we've been doing long distance, so we don't see each other a ton, but I do, I would say it's pretty serious. His birthday is coming up, and this is our first occasion that we've been together. What kind of present do I get him cost-wise? Because I do feel like this sets me up for the kind of present that I would expect to get in the future. I love this question. This I feel like this is a big dilemma sometimes. Yeah, I think so too. Six months isn't like that long but I do think it's Mm -hmm. a significant amount of time that you're gonna be with someone long distance or not and she said it Mm -hmm. like even though it has been long distance it seems pretty serious so I don't know I wouldn't necessarily base it off of cost Mm -hmm. I would do it based off of something that maybe something that he really wanted or something that is significant I don't Mm -hmm. really know what do you think? I think if it's long distance, like any time together or even like a plane ticket, like a surprise to go see him or mm-hmm. something like that could be really good too. Yeah. Um, I do agree though. I don't think you should focus on cost. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of one of those people like I like to just give like I think the most like the best gifts are the ones that are just meaningful and like you, you really, really thought good. about the person. You're really good at gift giving by the way. Thank you. I mean, I don't think I'm that good, but... Like, I think you put a lot of thought into them, and Mm -hmm. I think for something like a birthday, especially since it's, like, the first occasion, I think something from the heart or something super meaningful would mean a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, um, I was actually kind of in a situation where this was a question. I mean, I think we've all been there, but, Mm -hmm. um... 
I've had this happen as well. And I remember my dad gave me really good advice because it was actually kind of roles reversed where the other person kind of set the precedent of like what was happening and what I had planned. Like our birthdays were fell really close. And what mm-hmm. I had planned was kind of a lot bigger and than what I had received. And my dad was like, you know, you shouldn't really focus on the cost um, because really at the end of the day, you should just get the person whatever you want to get them. But then also... Um, if you continue, I guess this, I guess this doesn't really answer the question I was going to say. If you continue <laughs> and just do the same thing they're doing, then you're just like continuing yeah. the rotation. Like you should just get the person what you want to get them. You know what I mean? Right. And if it's a little bit more or a little less, like they can uh-huh. still alter that in the next birthday or the next Christmas or whatever and be like, oh, you know, she spent this much. Like I kind of know that this is... Uh-huh like more so what we're into so I don't think you have to worry too much as long as you're not like spending a thousand dollars or something yeah and that's really good advice too because at the end of the day it shouldn't be about you know you shouldn't base your gift on yeah other what they're expecting I think Mm -hmm. it's what you want to give like from what's coming from your heart if you want to spend a hundred dollars and you know go all out or if you want to spend three hundred and fifty dollars and get a flight you know and do that Mm -hmm. or if you want to get a ton of little gifts I don't think it matters either way I just think that getting something that comes from you and what you would like to give is the best present that you can get I agree That's what I like most personally. Like I like something that is more meaningful than something that's expensive. So I agree. We don't really give her advice, but I mean. Well, kind of. We just said like whatever comes from the heart. Just to be thoughtful. If you want to, you know, if you feel like you want to get something super extravagant and spend a ton of your money, then that's how you choose to do it. But if you don't want to, then Mm -hmm. I think it's really about what you want to give and less about what the other person's expectation should be yeah totally okay on to the next it's a gift it's a gift from you yeah (laughs) gifts are free i mean they're not free but like nobody's holding a gun to your head saying you have to get your significant other of six months a really good gift they don't have to get you a gift at all Right. No, totally. That's what I'm saying. Like a gift is actually like when you think about it, I hate when everyone's like, oh, I didn't get this or I didn't get that or whatever it is. Cause at the end of the day, a gift is just extra. Like yeah. nobody needs a gift. Nobody, nobody is like waiting two weeks for their gift. They're, you know what I mean? They have everything they yeah. probably need at the end of the day. Okay. We're like ranting on. Yeah. That was the most this is my fault. answer I'm so sorry. in America. No, no, this is I'm, me. I'm, it's fine. It's me too. I'm moving on. How do you get over someone who you have to see all the time and have the same friend group as advice? I think you need to take the, the You're relatable. Because... <laughs> yeah, this is hard. Um, I feel like I've been in this situation before. I do think it is hard to get over someone who you have to see constantly because I don't think that that's like the normal circumstances. Like mm-hmm. normally you break up with someone and then you don't necessarily see them again. Um, so I do think it's hard, but I don't really know. I don't really have a good answer for this one. I mean, you have to get over them on your own. If you think that, like, you're, I, I don't know. I'm at a loss for words here. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what my advice would be. 
it's hard because you don't want to not be able to go out with your friends because that's your friends. So you're not going to like sacrifice not going out with your friend group because of someone else. That's why I'm saying like, I think you need to get over them on your own terms. I wouldn't necessarily be overly friendly. I wouldn't necessarily Mm -hmm. be like having unnecessary texting or, you know, any kind of conversation or communication other than on a friend level because I feel like the lines can get super blurred if you are overly friendly or if you are continuing conversation yeah. after you do see each other. Like, I think just setting, like, a boundary is good and knowing um, how you feel. And even if they don't even if they don't feel the same, like, even if they are like, oh, we're going to try to be friends, but then they want more, I think staying strong and, like, staying true to who you are and knowing that if you are going to continue to be around this friend group and you are going to continue to be friends with them, then friends is all that you can be because no matter what the situation, the relationship did end for a reason. And if there was something meant to be, then you wouldn't have ended the relationship to begin with. So I think if you know that going into it, you stay strong, you have your boundary. Like I'm not saying it's easy by any means, but I do think that if you're both willing to commit to a friendship and be cordial with each other and um, continue to like hang out as friends, then I do think over time it can, it can work. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And I would suggest even like maybe taking a break from the group yeah for give yourself time and like your true friends like especially if they're girls like your girlfriends will want to hang out with you Mm -hmm. and spend time with you alone and just give you that extra time to kind of be away and then maybe kind of slowly ease into the group setting activities yeah slowly ease into it and I think that you have to be in the right mindset like you can't be like oh my god I'm gonna be hanging out with my friends and he's gonna be there and I have to look good right to do that because I think that's such a girl thing but at the end of the day that's not what it's for like it is your friend right. group and you're hanging out with your friends. He, at this point in time, is your friend. You're not hanging out with your friends to try and get back with him. You're not hanging out with your friends to try and show him that you look so good. He knows that because you yeah. had dated him before. So <laughs> I think just setting boundaries <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I think we are both so ranty today. I can't. I need to be cut off. I do too. How long is this episode? Like, we're already on 40 minutes. I feel like. Oh, bad. God. For our listeners. Cut this out. <laughs> okay, do we want to do the last Just one? Just do one more, yeah. Okay. Um, so, this one's kind of long, but I'm just going to synopsis it. Um, so, I attend, I attend church weekly go to a youth group and participate in family Bible studies around two to three times a week. I've recently been having significant doubts about my faith. Um, I don't know how to move forward, especially being in a social aspect since all my friends and family are in the church. How do I avoid being fake in front of others, but still exploring these thoughts of doubt? So basically she's having trouble in her faith. Mm -hmm. Like I think feeling if like, she really knows what she believes. She's like super in the church, but she doesn't know. I feel like anybody who, maybe not, but I think a lot of people who have grown up, you know, going to church or even people who just like maybe found faith like later in life, I think everybody has struggles and like moments of doubt. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's normal. Um, I don't know. Do you want to start with this? I feel like I'm so ranty today. I just don't even want to open my mouth. 
No, I feel like we are so ranty, but I think it's because, like, we have been in quarantine and we don't have anybody to talk to, so it's, like, the first conversation we've had. I felt this way about, like, my appearance. Like, I hadn't put on makeup in, like, 11 days, and I thought I looked like Bill Clinton, and then the next day I did my makeup my hair, and I thought I looked like Giselle Bündchen, so... Just kidding. I don't. I don't know who that is. So it's Tom Brady's wife. Anyways, I think that everybody goes through struggles with their faith, and I think that it doesn't hurt to take a step back. Like sometimes when you're so into something or you're so involved, you might get doubts, or you might be like, "Is this right for me? Is this the right path?" Maybe taking a step back and putting focus into other things, and then seeing where your faith really lies, or seeing how. Um, much it is influenced in your life could be helpful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it's something that's an issue because I think that people go through different things like this in their life, not only with faith, but with relationships, with friendships, with, you know, things at work. So I do think that it's normal and I think that everybody goes through it. I just think maybe, maybe talking to someone would help. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel like you can get really good feedback and just like saying how you feel gets out your thoughts and gets out your emotions and maybe can help guide you where to go next and what to do. Yeah, I agree. I think it would really help to reach out to like close friends or family or people who have influence on you who can like either like pray for you or kind of like talk it through with you. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also, I think what you said too is good. Like, I think maybe if it's an aspect, I don't think you have to worry about feeling like fake in that situation because I remember like my pastor one time said something about how like he was like, sometimes I have doubts um, about my faith and I'm like, oh my gosh, should I even be a pastor? Like, what am I doing? But I think everybody feels that like we're human. Like you're going to have moments of like, oh my gosh, you know, do I know what I believe or, you know, whatever. So I think that's normal. I don't think you have to worry about, like, nobody's perfect. But maybe, like you said, maybe taking a step back and maybe kind of, like, rethinking how you're doing things or try to come, I don't know what the word is, like, practice, I guess, or, like, find your faith in different things. Like, if you always go to church on Sunday, maybe try like watching a video online or mm-hmm. like if you always to a like, read, read the same book in the Bible, why don't you mm-hmm. like go sit outside and like meditate or like pray or like try something that challenges you, I think, to kind of like kind of reignite your faith or like, I don't know. I think having conversations with people really helps and like yeah. letting people know your struggles because I'm sure you'll find out that everybody goes to the same thing. But, I agree. Great answer. Love it. Love it. Okay, I think we need to end because... Okay, well that sums it up on the Sarah and Bailey show because we can't close our mouths. Yes, thanks for listening to us. We, like, don't have anybody to talk to, so that's why this was a four-hour conversation. But um, also we're trying to work on getting more video content out for you guys, so I'm currently... Mm -hmm in the process of editing our video. I think it's fun just to learn. I have a lot more time than you because I'm not working. So I think it's fun just to learn how to edit the video, even though if you saw our Instagram story, I accidentally put a map of the United States. States of America. (laughs) Into our video, and I don't know how that happened. So I'm working on it. I don't know when it's going to come out. I don't know how good it's going to be, but we're doing the best we can, and 
like most of our feedback has been that they think that it would be good for us to get video content out there because they want to see our facial expressions when we're super into our stories and things like that. So um, we're working on it. Mm -hmm. And we are going to do more videos, whether it be IGTVs or video clips, just video content in general. Yeah. So work in progress. You guys like it. I love it. Work in progress. Okay. That's all for today, folks. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. (laughs) And goodbye. We're so weird.